Welcome to the Vineyard Cleveland podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For further information and other resources, please visit vineyardcleveland.org. I love what the prophet Isaiah writes, and I gravitate towards this verse every year at the end of the year as I'm facing a new year. There's a couple of verses that I gravitate towards, actually, but this one is from Isaiah 43. And it's Isaiah 43. The whole thing is great. The whole chapter is great. But verses 18 and 19 are specific for our uses this morning. But I'm going to read from verse 1. And then when we key in on verses 18 and 19, just let it be a guide for how we experience the Lord together this morning. So this is Isaiah 43. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob... He who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba, In your stead, since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. All the nations gather together and the peoples assemble. Which of their gods foretold this and proclaimed to us the former things? Let them bring in their witnesses to prove they were right so that others may hear and say it is true. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed. Nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And apart from me, there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed. I, and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, from, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver uh, out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? This is what the Lord says. You, Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick, Here it is. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. There's this thing with the Lord of 
forgetting and remembering. Of course, we know that God never forgets. He says there in Isaiah 43 that there's no God formed before him and there won't be a God formed after him. He is Yahweh. He is the one true God. So he can't forget. He reminds us to forget the former things, not to dwell in the past and to notice the new thing that God is doing in our lives, that he's doing in our lives. But he also calls us to remember. Some of you might be familiar with the passage of scripture where Joshua is called upon to set up stones, big stones of remembrance, pile them high, 12 of them for the 12 tribes of Israel. And they're meant to be a reminder of God's faithfulness to his people in the past. And so we remember here on this New Year's Eve, we remember as stones of remembrance, we memorialize God's faithfulness to us through this past year. And we forget as well. We forget the former ways, the former things, the things that um, used to ensnare us before we knew Christ. We don't dwell in the past, but we, we remember that Christ is faithful through this past year. So today we're going to work through what's called an examine. And as you came in, you might have seen sheets of paper that were on the end of the rows there. And this is an annual examine that I like to do every New Year's Eve. And you're welcome to just partake this morning and just listen and then work through this later. Maybe you're, maybe you're uh, very introverted and working through some of this in a crowd of people might be a little bit daunting or uncomfortable. That's fine. Um, but I want to encourage you at some point today, if it's not right here in the here and now, but later on today, to just find a quiet moment or two and work through some of these questions. Um, they're going to be on the screen. I called it 14 for 24 this year. 14 for 24. That's a series of 14 questions. And they're meant to prompt a reflection in our lives to draw out the faithfulness of God to us and then also to kind of dream about the future and what God might have for us in the year 2024. And so we're going to start. There's pens uh, if you wanted to jot down notes perhaps or um, what have you. There's pens in the pockets in the the seat in front of you. But we're just going to work through these together. And um, I can, I'll, I'll provide some, uh, some easy listening backdrop music for us. But uh, more than that, just to worship through these questions. And find, find Jesus in this time that we have together. So we invite you, Lord. As we look back. Over the year, we pray, God, that we would see your faithfulness. So look back over the events of the past year, and here are the looking back questions. We'll take some time to pause in between each question for you to gather thoughts and heart cries. This is your time with the Lord. And the goal is just to be with him. Just to be with him. 
just to sit with God in this. As you look back over the past year, what are the most important events that have happened to me or in me this past year? Where have I felt um, stressed, exhausted, or discouraged? Take a look back over the course of the year and think about important events that have happened to you or in you. And notice different events that maybe cause stress inside of you. Where, where were you most exhausted or discouraged? We sit with you, Jesus. We sit with you, Lord, in your presence. you look back at the past year, what are the greatest breakthroughs in any category of your life this past year? Physical, emotionally, relationally, vocationally, spiritually, with other people? Ask, ask uh, this question, where have I felt loved and given love away? Maybe a side question would be to ask the Lord to show you where he's loved you in some of those breakthroughs.
It's truly like the hymn writer wrote, Isaac Watts, as Jesus was dying on the cross. Watts described it as joy and sorrow flowing mingled down. And as believers in Jesus, certainly that's, that's it, right? This past year hasn't been all struggle. Hasn't been all exhaustion or disappointment. Surely there's joy. And that's what we're trying to draw out right now with the Lord as we sit with him and break through in exhaustion. Where we felt loved by him. Joy and sorrow flow, mingled down your brow. In joy and sorrow, I lift my voice in praise, in praise. In joy and sorrow, I lift my voice in praise, in praise to you. As we go to look through, what we're noticing in this section is to identify any patterns or connections or themes that have characterized the past year for you. So the question, the first question would be in the past 12 months, I know that's a broad period of time. It's a lot of life that's happened, right? But in the past 12 months, where have I experienced the greatest sense of consolation, peace, happiness, contentment, shalom, the wholeness of God, serenity, beauty? Let the Lord bring those memories to your mind. Where he consoled you.
with us, Lord. And you are with us now. You are with us, Lord. Emmanuel. You are with us now. You are with us, Lord. You are with us now. You've been with us, Lord. You are with us now. In the past 12 months, what area of your life has given you the most desolation? Just to sit with those moments that weren't easy. Just to sit with those, with Jesus. These might have been moments or weeks, perhaps, days of preoccupation, distress, sadness, depression, anxiety, fear, brutality. Where did your soul feel desolate this past year? Invite the Lord into those spaces. This might have been a, a tough one this past year. Maybe the loss of a loved one. And grief and inviting the Lord into that space of grief. We do not grieve like the world grieves. We don't grieve without hope. Might have been a moment of loss. Um, in your job. We invite you into these spaces, God. We remember that you lost your life, God. You know how it feels to lose you know how it feels to lose. You know how it feels, God. You know exactly how it feels.
worship together. We'll just seal those things in your name, God. Moments of breakthrough, moments of desolation, all before the throne of God. What do you sense your soul needs in this season of your life? And what are some invitations that God might have for you in this upcoming 12 months? What are some invitations? What do you, where do you feel the invitation of God for this new year? Maybe it's to take a risk. vocationally. Maybe it's really depressing to community. Maybe you felt isolated over the past year, but what, what are some invitations? It could be anything really. It's personal to you, but what are some invitations that you feel from Jesus for the next year? Give us willing hearts, yes, we say yes, we say yes to you, Jesus. We say yes, Lord, yes, we say yes to you, Lord, to We say yes, we say yes to you, Lord. Oh, yes, we say yes to you, Jesus. Our lives will say yes, 
Oh, yes, to Jesus, our lives will say yes. No, it is tough sometimes. No, it's hard sometimes. We say yes. You give grace to say yes to you. We pray grace, we pray grace to say yes to you. It's our joy, it is our joy. And to say yes to you, Lord, it is our joy, it's our joy, and to say yes to you, God. This next set is, what are your hopes and dreams? For this coming year? Where do you find your heart gravitating towards, hopeful for? And then think about the habits you need to create or maintain just in the next six months. A little grace there. <laughs> Notice I'm kind of hedging my bets there against New Year's resolutions. They never work, do they? <laughs> So what habits do we need to create or maintain in the next six months? And what hopes or dreams? Dream with Jesus. Dream with God. Try to pick up on his dreams for you. We might have dreams for our lives, but they're nothing like the dreams that Jesus wants to fulfill. You can do more, more. Can we ask, think, or imagine Jesus? Now I want to invite some of you, just as we're worshiping I, and you're meditating on these two, just sense the Holy Spirit saying that there's some of you who that even that specific phrase, don't get your hopes up, that someone has spoken that over you, that that's been traumatic for you. And I just feel like I see you just like standing in opposition to that. Like I will get my hopes up because my hope is in Jesus. So I just want to welcome God into that space. For those of you who have felt like you've got nothing to hope for. Yahweh, the, the God of all hope, be with you in this moment. Our hope is in you, God. We put our hope in you, God. We put our hope in you, Lord. Our hope rests in you, Jesus. 
Hope of the nations, hope of my heart, hope for our city, God, you are our hope. And lastly, to look around. We've looked back, we've looked through, we look forward, now we look around. This is more of a focus on community for this season of your life. You know, we're not meant to live life in isolation. Even the most introverted soul is built for relationship. And the most extroverted soul needs silence. So the questions here are, who is going to help pull this year off? Who's going to help? You may want to write down a name or it might be your small group or it might be a family member that you sense just a closeness and a connection with. But who's going to help pull this next year off? Who's going to help you? I really sit with God on this one. This is always a tough one for me every year. To whom do you need to be reconciled? Paul writes that we've been given the ministry, the service of reconciliation. Where in your relationships do you need to see two half things made whole again? Whom do you need to be reconciled? Maybe it's a friend or a coworker that you need to forgive. And then lastly, who are the people you need to invite to walk alongside you? This is more of a question of intention. You know, sometimes we just need to say it. Sometimes we, sometimes we just need to 
actually verbalize, hey, will you help me? That's, it's a tough thing to do. But who are the people you need to invite to walk alongside you in this next year?